Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Business Life. Coming up in this edition, Finance Minister announces there will be no need for supplementary budget as government reviews its macro fiscal targets to align with conditions set by the International Monetary Fund. We have details of these and many others coming your way all in a moment. Please stay.
Thanks so much for your company. I am Pius Kujubaka. Let's now focus on our big story for the day. And Finance Minister Ken Ufuriata has said that the government will not need any supplementary budget for the 2023 budget approved last year. This is the third time in a row that the minister has not requested for a supplementary budget. Delivering the media budget review today, he explained that despite a shortfall in oil revenues due to changes in global prices, there has been an increase in non-oil revenue collection in the past six months. Mr. Speaker, the PCPEC government program is implementing with the support of the IMF ECF facility requires strong fiscal consolidation. This will enable us quickly re-establish macroeconomic stability and debt sustainability. These are necessary preconditions for high, for long-term economic growth, job creation, and rapid transformation. A key pillar of the PCPEC is a focus on inclusive growth. Our renewed push for growth is informed by the usual experience that fiscal consolidation tends to have negative impact on growth for the medium term. We are targeting reverse, revised economic growth rates of 1.5%, 2.8% and 4.7% for 2025. Mr. Speaker, we need to be deliberate and strategic in our actions if we are to exceed our post-COVID-19 strong economic growth, which averaged 70 which averaged 7% compared to the 4.5% and 2.6% in lower middle income countries and sub-Sahara Africa. With the economy showing signs of stabilization, government intends to pursue a growth agenda that is fully aligned with the 2028 timeline for returning to a path of debt sustainability. Mr. Speaker, given the limited fiscal space, as well as our determination not to accumulate new areas. Our growth agenda will be mainly financed from domestic and external private sector investments, as well as a rationalization of ongoing programs. The approach is to prioritize existing programs that are critical for growth and can be implemented to deliver quick results without huge demands on the available budgetary resources. Ultimately, we will aggressively encourage the private sector under the Ghana Mutual Prosperity Dialogue Framework to promote shared growth anchored on job creation, food security, exports and import substitution. Towards this objective, government expects to finalize a growth strategy in August 2023, an enhanced growth strategy that is. Mr. Speaker, the key elements of the enhanced growth strategy include accelerating, scaling, up and aggregation in agriculture and value addition for key staples such as rice, poultry, maize, soya and tomatoes, supporting industrial parks and economic zones that promote innovation and positive spillovers and efficiency for key sectors such as automotive, pharmaceutical, technology, textiles and garment industry, promoting tourism to attract international and domestic tourists to boost incomes and create jobs, deepening the digitalization of public service to promote efficiency in service delivery and protecting the public purse, expanding housing delivery programs to improve access to jobs and accommodation, and deepening financial intimidation intermediation programs to enhance inclusion and entrepreneurship. Mr. Speaker,
Africa, the macroeconomic environment has changed significantly since the 2023 budget was presented to this House in November 2022. Mr. Speaker, although pressure still exists and there are formidable risks in the horizon, our economy is in a better position than it was seven months ago as the macroeconomic environment has seen relative stability since the beginning of the year. This is largely explained by factors including the positive sentiments following the staff level agreement reached in December 2022 and the subsequent approval of the three-year 3 billion IMF ECF program, the eventual passage of all fiscal measures in the 2023 budget by the House, and the completion of the DDEP program, and China's agreement to co-chair the OCC with France. Mr. Speaker, I have also discussed the significant improvements in the key macroeconomic indicators, including inflation, exchange rate, interest rates, reserve position, growth rate, and the performance of the bank since 2022. Mr. Speaker, all these developments, together with the need to align with the targets of the IMS-supported PCPEC program, warrant a division to the macroeconomic framework. This was necessary because the framework was guided by the September 2022 data that underpinned the 2023 budget in November 2022. The revisions to the macro fiscal framework generally seek to align the 2023 media fiscal review with the IMF ECF supported PCPEC program. Mr. Speaker, key revisions to the macro fiscal target for 2023 year include one, overall real GDP growth rate of 1.5% down from 2.8%, non oil revenue GDP growth rate of 1.5% down from 3%. End period headline inflation of 31.3% from 18.9%. Primary balance on commitment basis of a deficit of 0.5% of GDP compared to a surplus of 0.7% of GDP aligning with IMF supported primary balances. Gross international reserves sufficient to cover at least 0.8 months of imports of goods and service by 2023. Mr. Speaker, revisions to GDP or projections, the overall real GDP growth for 2023 has been revised to 1.5% from 2.8%. And non-oil real GDP growth has also been revised to 1.5% from 3%. The downward revision in projected growth for 2023 is an indication of a broad slowdown in the three sectors of the economy as a result of factors such as the fiscal consolidation plan and difficult global conditions. Mr. Speaker, overall GDP growth is, however, projected to rebound to 2.8%, 4.7%, and 4.9% in 2024-25 and 26, respectively. This is a result of implementation of growth-oriented and structural transformation strategies in the PCPEC. We have, however, been charged in the PCPEC to develop an enhanced growth strategy supported by crowding in of private, domestic, and foreign investment to further boost growth. We are confident of a private sector outlook to boost growth and jobs. All right, so it is important we have to uh, do this discussion.
on this very subject matter. And let's go and zoom and engage the industry players. First of all, the president of the Ghana Union of Traders Association, as well as the chief executive of the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry. Finally, uh, we shall try and engage um, Chionam Afelu, the Greater Accra uh, Regional Chairman of the AGI. First off, Mr. Magbidwa um, Bwaji, I would like to start off with you. Now, does the mid-year budget give you enough hope about government's intention to revive the economy, as you rightly heard from the finance minister? Well, for me, I, I personally do not see anything so significant that will cause a change in the business environment as we, uh, we were asking for. Um, all the taxes that we complain about are still there. The COVID-19 uh, tax that we asked that should be scrapped is still there. The E-Levy is still at the current rate of 1%. The, um, the excise duty is still there. And then the growth and stability uh, level is still there. The VAT is still as high as almost uh, 22%. So personally, I, I don't think it's going to cause any significant change. Uh, in But of course, we've seen some uh, level of stability in some areas like the exchange rate, mm. which uh, for me is, is, is key. So we, we are looking out for the next uh, few uh, months how uh, things will pan out. But um, one um, important thing that I want to draw our attention to is the fact that the part that we have uh, could not give us the revenue that we were expecting. Send a clear signal that this part is very high. Of course, uh, it's a consumption tax. So if consumers are buying and they are consuming the products, then the VAT uh, revenue will go up. But if uh, the prices are such that they cannot consume because of this VAT, then definitely uh, the VAT is, is, is not good. We have complained about the structure. The fact that close to 6% of this VAT translates into a direct cost to businesses, and that to increase the prices of goods and services as we have experienced. So the VAT at this level, just like any other tax, when you exceed the expected level, people will find a way to avoid or evade. So we send a signal to the managers of the economy that this VAT is not good for us and they have to restructure it. We actually ask for a measure of these trade parts and also the, the standard parts and reduce it to less than 18%. Mm. And that, I think, will generate the revenue that uh, uh, the government wants. And we could see still a high level of risk within the economy. If you look at the revised uh, data mm. of GDP, uh, about GDP from 2.8 to 1.5, uh, non-oil from 3% uh, to 1.5, we have also seen inflation um, uh, expected to um, uh, uh, end at 31, 31.3% mm. from the target of 189 and of course, the gross international reserve of 0.8%, which is very key. It shows how fragile and weak our economy is. If you have a gross international reserve of 0.8, it means there is something significantly wrong with your economy. Mm. So the risk is still there. I mean, nothing has really changed. So businesses should continue to um, raise up for this difficult moment until uh, things improve. When you urge businesses or consumers to brace themselves up for um, tough times ahead, how do you mean? What exactly do you mean? Excuse me, your line went off. I am asking that if you say uh, businesses or consumers should brace themselves up for tough times ahead, 
what exactly do you mean? Are we likely to see um, inc uh, prices of goods being increased uh, as a result of your disappointment in the uh, media budget? Well, if, if policy rates still remains at 30% and translating into a high uh, cost of borrowing, if constantly we are going to see tariffs, uh, electricity tariffs and water tariffs going up, as, is, as is stated in the IMF uh, documents, we haven't seen the COVID tax being removed. We still see all these taxes around. Then definitely businesses will also react. Those that cannot absorb will definitely push some of these costs to consumers. So as I said, for me, it's just uh, a rhetoric. Didn't see anything much as we were expecting that at least uh, there will be some uh, sort of uh, clear direction on how they are going to improve the business environment, which I personally didn't see. I don't know whether my colleagues were able to pick something up, but I've gone through the, the entire documents, but I didn't see anything that would change within the analysis. Mm. Let me bring in Chiona Mafoli. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Uh, that's right time. Um, Chana, did you also um, see something new in the budget or you were surprised as well? Well, thank you. Good evening and good evening to your cherished listeners. So I'd like to begin that we are fully aware that this is a media review. And so essentially, it's, it's, to, it's for government to match its own targets against what they plan to do beginning of the year. And so we do not necessarily expect much in terms of new taxes and so on. But what we do expect is a review of most of the taxes that have been slapped on industry downwards. Because as we mentioned in our previous communications, these taxes are affecting our, our businesses in a big way. And, and, if, and if you listen carefully to the finance minister, 
He keeps on talking about industry and the growth of industry and how private sector should grow. And our belief is that the only way private sector will grow is when we receive the necessary incentives and tax reliefs and all of these to be able to grow. So, so it's, it's interesting to see on one hand that the minister really wants private sector to grow to help the economy. And the other hand, he, he doesn't seem to offer the needed support that we need to be able to try. And that, that's, that's a little bit worrying. Our prayer is that we'll continue to engage the, the government to see how in the shortest possible time, some of these reliefs, reliefs can be granted to, to private sector. Because as, as Mark mentioned, it's really not easy out there. Um, we're, we're being tasked out, out of production. And, and it's, not, it's not good, especially in the wake of the continental free trade agreement, where we're expected to produce and compete you know, with other African countries. And uh, most of the competition will be around price. So if your prices are high, and mostly as a result of high tariffs, high taxes, and high interest rates and all of these, then you are out of the market. And so you may have head, head office of continental free trade in Accra, but you may not have the, the, the full benefits that, that may come with that because your, your prices are just high and the cost of doing business in Ghana are just, are just so high. So, so overall, uh, uh, we, we do appreciate some level of, of stability in the macro space uh, uh, for some time. Really, you can see some, some flexibility in, um, in the exchange rates, you know, and, and so on. But that is to be expected because part of the reason that IMF program was highly pushed it's, it's so that we have stability in, in our macro space. And so if it is happening, then at least we're deriving the dividends. What is important is to see how this stability will be sustained over time in order to derive the gains for private sector. But to end my, my submission, we really feel very strongly that the government, as a matter of necessity, consider some of these taxes. Imagine taxes on, on, uh, on importing raw materials to manufacture sanitary parts. Sanitary parts are essential products. They are, they are as essential as any pharmaceutical product. So on one breath, you see some of these pharmaceutical products having tax relief because of their essential nature. In another breath, sanitary prices not receiving any of those. So we believe that some of these calls are calls that are agents that require that the government as a matter of urgency um, look at it favorably and ensure that that, for example, on, on uh, raw materials for sanitary parts are taken off so that together we can uh, compete favorably in the market. Otherwise, we will have to be dealing with uh, importation of uh, a product and, and we will not be able to to manufacture and, and grow the economy and employ the many young people that, that are unemployed. Thank you. Um, Chonam. But let me uh, try and see if I could get in touch with uh, Dr. Joseph Obing. Dr. Joseph Obing, uh, for you, um, I know that for the, before the budget review, you've had prior engagements uh, with government on some of these concerns, especially with the taxes, and now, to your disappointment, uh, government didn't touch on the by way of revising the taxes as you've been calling for over the year, over the period. Now, um, 
going forward, how do you intend to survive? Yeah, cost of doing business is going to uh, remain until we have a revision of, on, on some of the cost of doing business, revising some of the taxes that is imposed on us. But the finance minister has actually um, informed us or hinted us that there were not going to be taxes and that nothing much was going to be changed on the um, media review. And that is just a supplementary budget. And that um, is going to engage with um, the um, stakeholders till the November uh, budget, where they will factor some of our input. So we were expecting something like this. But when we talk about um, the, uh, uh, the the budget, as you read, um, you you recall that you said that the VAT did not give uh, the expected revenue as they are. Because the, uh, the VAT as is uh, structured now does not ensure compliance and does not ensure parity fairness into the uh, uh, into businesses, and that uh, it does not even help manufacturing um, entities. And that the whole VAT need to be restructured so that um, it will bring the needed compliance, and then uh, businesses can also have the space to charge this VAT for government to have it with. Talking about the inflation and then the interest rate, um, he was talking, uh, he, he was saying that they were uh, going to adopt physical measures um, to do that, even though it did not go into the specifics. Um, I think that we need to know the specifics so that we can also um, uh, monitor everything. Because um, as it were now, um, we need um, uh, um, we need a space to grow as businesses. He was talking about growth. And if um, SM, um, SM rate is not sustained like we are expecting and that it is not entrenched, the stability that we are enjoying is not entrenched, if interest rates do not come down at the expected rate that we, are, um, uh, we have to get as businesses, and then also inflation also coming down, then, of course, this growth that we're talking about will not um, um, happen um, to us. Right. And so we, we have a lot um, um, to do, uh, especially with the coming uh, the November budget where uh, we our inputs will be factored. Right. Yeah. Mark, so for you, um, you have barely three months to the main budget reading um, for next year. Now, beyond this, what are you going to do to ensure that some of these concerns are addressed? Bearing in mind... We have signed on to an IMF program, definitely, which comes with some conditionalities and policies, which might um, not be so good for you. Uh, well, I think we have to continue to engage uh, Mr. Minas. Um, uh, it's important that uh, he listens to some of our concerns because some of the statements he made sounds contradictory. Because you want to um, support the private sector, you don't impose these numerous taxes on the on, on businesses. So let us look at a fine balance between how government is able to generate its revenue um, and also not impose a lot of taxes and, and cripple businesses. So we will continuously engage the Minister of Finance. I think this time around, the doors must be open. I mean, when you wait until the budget is prepared and you call us to come and listen to you, I don't think that is an approach. Prior to that, you need to engage us. You need to uh, take our concerns on board. 
so that we can also that you are you are listening to us. If businesses are not taken seriously, they feel that their concerns are not factored into whatever decision we take, especially major decisions like the budget. Then they will also react if the cost increases, the cost of production increases, they will transfer this cost to consumers. You may end up not achieving the inflation target that you want to achieve. Definitely, the fiscal policy should be able to support the monetary policy, as the minister rightly said. Mm. The monetary policy on one side, for me, is doing well, but the fiscal policy is not is not really supporting. The complementary impact or effect is not really there. So we will continuously engage the, the, the Minister of Finance and the Ministry and the major stakeholders uh, towards ensuring that in the upcoming budget, some of the concerns we have raised regarding the taxes that we want scrap, that regarding the high taxes that we want the rich to reduce, and right. also not to impose the new taxes, will be factored into the upcoming main budget. Of course, for a media budget, you don't expect major significant um, and changes in yeah. policy. As I said, it's not asking for supplementary budgets. It's okay. just a review of what has transpired since the 2023 budget was read. And clearly, the, the new target that were announced reflect what is on the ground, reflect the challenges that businesses and individuals are going through. If you're expecting the GDP of, GDP of 1.5, then clearly you are indicating that the economy is not going to grow as much. Yeah. So if we don't have to focus on what we achieve, the growth we achieved in the first quarter of 4.3, for me, that growth is not inclusive, it's not going to generate revenue. We should look at growth coming from the manufacturing sector, sector. coming from the All construction right. sector and also relevant and key sectors of the economy. All right. Thank you very much, um, Mark Bidouabwaji, for your time here on Business Life. Same applies to you, uh, Chona Mapelu, um, for your time as well. And, of course, Dr. Joseph Obing of Guta. Pleasure having you guys on. We will continue the discussion in our subsequent bulletins. I am Pius Kojobaka. Let's get in touch on all our social media platforms on this very media budget review. Do enjoy the rest of our programs. Bye.